Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Devon Hour podcast, the Monday celebrity news, social media, pop culture segment. I, I said all that mainly because we do not have a title for this segment yet. But welcome to this first official episode of this segment. We recorded something last <laughs> week. And I forgot about that. And it went straight to hell. So last week, we recorded this the first official episode of this segment and unfortunately my bullshit wi-fi decided to go down in flames in, in a particular segment of the episode and then it just got corrupted ew and it didn't say is that what happened when yes. when we had technical difficulties it well it better oh, wi-fi went down again. it better not happen again it's not <laughs> i'm on my hotspot that um my job paid for so he said i can't prepare period do what you have to do <laughs> there you go but i would like to reintroduce everyone to my co-host for this segment somebody who have you who who you have heard on the, <laughs> one of the last season i don't know what the hell was coming out of my mouth then <laughs> that you have heard in a previous set of episodes that we did i think 2019 when we yeah. did like a summer season yeah, you, I was covered there a lot of every topics. week. We talked a lot of shit, spilled a lot of tea. We did. And I'm happy it's documented because those are just some topics that I just don't ever have to address ever again, which is really great. Yeah, it's nice because we can just play it for the people. Yes, and it was real great conversation. In your mama's house, the, the cats and dogs running all over the Yeah, we did. A little bit about our history. We are best of friends, okay? Best, best. I would even say family at this point. And oh yeah, at this point we're family. And we this goes back almost ten years, which is it's ten years this almost. year. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because 2012 we met, mm-hmm. right? But towards the end of 2011, I think. Who knows? I haven't. It's just been so long. Like I'm just so used to be you being around. I don't even count the days. Like it's so weird to me when people are like, "Yeah, I've been friends with this person for like 20 years." Like I don't even know how long I've been friends with most of my friends. Maybe five years plus. But as long as I've been here, I've been friends with them. Right. <laughs> that's pretty much my tell of time. Right. <laughs> so that's us. Welcome, Joe. Now, hey. the whole point of this monday segment is because i've been getting a good amount of requests from people asking me to address pop culture again on this podcast if you've heard any of the previous episodes you know that i retired the pop culture segment because i got so fucking tired of these bullshit celebrities of the bullshit planet earth but i know everybody loves when i address the you know these specific topics whether it's on my instagram account or on my twitter um, and you know what? Now I feel like I'm in the in the right space to do it because now I know how to manage social media better. Where before it was kind of like consuming me. Well, now mm-hmm. it's kind of like I could kind of go on and off healthily. And- yeah, I was just gonna say that like how the the panorama kind of took away a lot of the joys that I I had in indulging in social media and like kind of just this celebrity lifestyle and all that type of stuff just the fantasizing that social media gives you after a while I was just like all right I'm sitting at home every day living in Hawaii and I still kind of fucking like I'm living in Hawaii bro and I'm like 
looking at my phone, hating it. And I'm, I was like, all right, I'm done. Like I have to find other things to do. And obviously it should be that way, but I don't want to like be tired of keeping up with the culture. Cause you know, pop culture is still culture. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So now that I know how to manage it better, now I know how to healthily address these topics. We have a good amount of topics for today. We we're going to call this in your business. I think that's what we called it last week, right? In your business. I called it mind your business Mondays. Minding mind your, your business Mondays. Minding your business Mondays. Yeah. Yes. Because and we have That's what y'all want us to do. To we, mind your business. Dev, like Devin said, he was like I was trying to mind my business and now you want us to mind your business. So here we are <laughs> on and Mondays. We have, <laughs> and we have a couple of topics uh, that we, we're going to address. Some of the mm-hmm. highlights of the last week um, that we both have been witnessing and discussing. So I'm excited to get into these because I have a lot of thoughts and opinions. So which one do you want to start with? Do you just want to go down the list? Yeah, just go down the list. All right. Well, I guess we don't really have to tell y'all what's going on in Palestine, like unless you've been like living under a rock, right? right. It's more than just a fight for land, right? Um, I kind of noticed that. Uh, actually, Javi was telling me about this. How Andrew Yang pretty much just forfeited a lot of his chance to end up, you know, in the presidential election in the next coming years, you know, <sighs> because. He basically put out a tweet siding with, you know, Israel. Yes. And let me just also say, like, for those (laughs) who are a little bit in a haze as to, like, what is going on in Palestine, Mm -hmm. obviously, like, like Joe said, you already know, essentially, like, the crux of the situation. Like, Mm -hmm. it's more than just a battle over land. It's literally um, genocide and it's literally ethnic cleansing, right? Oh, yes. Um, But this is something that has been going on for decades. Like, it's not just, oh, it just happened last year type shit. No, this has been going on for decades. And it's just been nonstop. And it's so disgusting to me to see how... Isn't it wonderful how much social media can bring to light? It's just like like positively and negatively in a sense like no for sure without social media not a lot of people like we would just be relying on news outlets which is why so many of our older generations are kind of just distorted in the membrane but (laughs) yeah it, it is it is just so sad to see just knowing that I was hearing about the same um ethnic cleansing in high school in the same spot of the world like we have been literally discussing this whole palestinian versus israeli situation for so long that i just don't know if there's ever going to be a resolution to it and just seeing how every single time the resolution is israel stop (laughs) just stop (laughs) everything that you're doing just stop Every, every single time it's literally like thousands and thousands of palestinians dying and let's get into andrew yang's uh raggedy ass if you don't know who Rand- andrew yang is he is one of the mayoral candidates for new york city which let me just state by the way new york city has terrible options this year oh god i don't even want to talk about it literally garbage like 
all of them except for Maya but Maya is not even a New York resident that bitch is from DC and I don't trust nobody who's not from New York to be running New York but then again I don't trust anybody from New York to run New York so it's just a whole lot of just nonsense and I'm really terrified for the city Bill de Blasio ain't shit but whoever's coming next is definitely ain't ain't gonna be shit either so I'm terrified Metro about to be like five dollars a ride the five train is going listen <laughs> the MTA is going to run us ten dollars a line oh hell. then I'm definitely hopping that shit and if you can't catch me oh well oh fucking well at this point <laughs> I'm vastly my body before every hop <laughs> right um Andrew Yang yeah. I just upcoming- wanted to read the tweet all right okay so he said yeah. I'm standing with the people of Israel who are coming under bombardment attacks and condemn the Hamas terrorists the people of NYC will always who, who who's weak <laughs> first and foremost who's weak the people of NYC will always stand with our brothers and sisters in Israel who face down terrorism and persevere that was the most I feel like how can you sit up here and watch what's going on in in Palestine and in Israel and be like, I stand with the Israel people as if they're not the ones ethnically cleansing, taking people out of their houses. Like, how can you stand with Israeli people right now when they're literally conducting an ethnic cleansing of Palestinian people and directly it's attacking just a, them? It's just a bad take as somebody who's supposed to be representing the melting pot of society right like american society right it's a bad take as a as a what is the word politician like to to pick a side so early in the game and just like donald trump somebody needs to take this man's phone (laughs) right because i mean just beyond all that like all the the fucked up stuff that he said (laughs) Because it is fucked up. Like, imagine. And, like, amidst Asian, the Asian hate train going on, too, right? Like, not to compare because all types of oppression are, you know, just as bad as, you know, every type of oppression has their own tier or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's no tears to oppression. I take that back. (laughs) But, you know, you would think that you would be able to empathize. These people are out here just targeting everybody <laughs> everybody's targeting everybody and at the end of the day like you you think that you would be able to sit there and be like i don't stand with this i don't stand with taking an eraser to a culture that's so prominent in our society yeah and before i read andrew oh, yang's and before i read andrew yang's um follow-up tweet his apology uh, I just want to acknowledge, like, as I was doing oh, my sorry, research. Sorry, that tweet is still up. No, he has a follow-up. Like, uh, it's an apology to it. Okay, but how are you apologizing if that tweet is still up? <laughs> uh, this man is ridiculous. Um, as I was doing my research on the whole Palestine situation, mm-hmm. I've noticed that there is plenty of israeli people calling them arabs right like oh get these arabs out of here this that and the third and so it made it very prominent to me that of course obviously these israeli people identify as being white and white people are literally the same in every sector of this damn world like 
they're colonizing, taking people's <laughs> houses, ethnically cleansing. It's just in their blood. And no matter where you're at, the white population is just going to white. You know what? They're going to just be the whitest motherfuckers in the room and do white shit. And, and that's what they're doing. <laughs> you know what? I appreciate white people who know that they're white, but there's also the whole like ca- ca- white caping thing where they're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry that I'm white. Like, I just, I'm so sorry that my ancestors fucked up your ancestors and caused generational trauma. <laughs> However, come on. And then they go on to say something like incredibly fucked up <laughs> and like oppressive. <laughs> right. Because it's like, because it's like you're, you're basically like giving yourself a pat on the back for recognizing that oppression exists. Exactly. Um... So. I just, I don't know. I don't know how to interact with white people because I fear them. I fear them. (laughs) (laughs) I fear white people. (laughs) That's, I've never been afraid of death, but meeting a white person means death. So, (laughs) Mm. so Andrew Yang Yang tweeted, I spoke to a group of volunteers for the campaign yesterday, some of whom who have been with me for years. Many of them were upset with my recent tweet expressing solidarity with the people of Israel in conjunction with the violence in the region this week that has claimed the lives of innocents and children on both sides. They expressed to me that they follow and support me for a number of reasons. One is that I am a clear-headed person who follow facts. Bitch, you don't follow you didn't follow no facts in that last tweet. What are you None of those about? were facts, bro. Oh no. The other is that I am a human being who stands for universal values of fellowship and goodwill. They felt that my tweet was overly simplistic in my treatment of conflict that has long that has a long complex history full of tragedies, and they felt it failed to acknowledge the pain and suffering on both sides. They were, of course, correct. My thing is, if you. <laughs> Me, if you I eat for equality but then pick a side bro if <laughs> we're smart <laughs> you would do your research before tweeting any damn thing especially when it comes to something like this but how are you also a politician and that's your take that was your take But like his, 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 from his point of view, he's like, I was, and I, I made myself clear. <laughs> like, no, bro, no, bro, you, you, when? And I also I want to talk about this whole, um, I don't want this neutrality that a lot of these people are taking when it comes to the situation. And- There's no neutrality in this though. It's like, it's, it's genocide, bro. It's literally <laughs> cl- cl- like how much, like we can't say it any much more because it's literally in the term it's ethnic cleansing. Like you are getting rid of people and you're pushing them out of their homes. And so many of them have been there for generations upon generations, just minding their business. And these people just come in there acting like, ah, this is where the, 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 what is the word? This is where my religion said that I came from. So I belong here. Right. We okay. need, our, we need our own place. We need our own but, place. To- but, but the science says otherwise. <laughs> right. Exactly. 
it's not making no damn sense but this is the history but this is when we could start talking about these celebrities who've been giving their own little two cents rihanna and who is it superwoman gal gadot she's israeli Oh, of course. She's a literal. She's a literal. Um, like she was in the military or some shit. So she's she's a part of all of that. Like she's literally playing a hand in that shit. Oh hell no! But Rihanna did tweet, <laughs> no, did uh, Instagram post uh-huh. something, no, basically being neutral in the situation. It, you know, just saying that she is she doesn't like the fact that lives are being lost on both sides. But my thing is, if you're going to tweet about this you need to acknowledge the fact that this is once again we said it over like and over why again why lives are being lost why lives are being lost and that it is a, an attack against palestinian people this is no room for neutrality because it's literally like okay it's it's the civil war right the north and the south so the south was wrong for having slaves but people still died Right. But they were still wrong. <laughs> so I don't give a fuck if your ancestors were a part of the Confederacy. They were part of the Confederacy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if your ancestors were a part of this land, this, that, and the third, whatever, but this is not your land. At the end of the day, these belong to the indigenous, sometimes the aboriginals, you know? Yeah. So it's basically the same thing in a different area. If you can grasp the concept that our land, well, this land is not our land, you know what I mean? To half of us, our land is, is on a totally different continent. But at the end, but you can't acknowledge the fact that it's happening in a different country because to like, I understand to some people, they think these countries are like third world countries, they're poor countries, their economy is unstable, you know what I mean? <laughs> and it totally skews their ideal of like how immoral it is when it's cut and dry, written in black and white. Right. Yeah. So you, so you, just, you just can't be neutral. <laughs> exactly, you can't. And I think that's a good place to leave it off and um, just this is not a situation to be neutral this is a situation to acknowledge the fact that palestinian people are being attacked and there's no ifs ands buts about that there are a lot a lot of palestinian people are dying right now so do your research educate yourself and um that's that's all i could really say to people educate yourself on the situation don't go out here spewing ignorance don't play no don't play the fence this isn't the time to play play the fence be on the side of the people who are being attacked and be on the side of the people who are being wrongly kicked out of their damn if they're out of their fucking homes and out of their own damn land and andrew yang disrespecting palestinian people during eid (laughs) on top of that that. (laughs) thinking about that right 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 on top of that all right right so so switching gears a bit, we're going to start talking about J. Cole's new album. It did release today, May 14th, and it's called uh, The the Off Season. Boy, I don't know. I, I just listened to it this morning, and I was, like, half alive. No, I, I listened thought, to it yesterday. <laughs> I have I thought. Know, Apple Music. But, Do you have Spotify? Is that why yours came in today? Because I have Apple Music, and I got it yesterday. Yes. So I know that you are a fan of J. Cole, so I would like to hear. All right. Yeah, it's called The Offseason. So because there are no 
lyrics yet in in the the thingy i haven't had a chance to like fully sit through it mm-hmm. and like analyze everything the way that i normally do j cole songs but first of all the way that the the, the extra ass like typing <laughs> because i see people typing the songs the way that they're written just just write it normally you don't need all those spaces twitter <laughs> doesn't give you enough characters for that like just don't <laughs> that's one two it's it's very j cole it's very it's very bad j cole you know what i mean mm. no more gun violence no more uh it, it, i feel like it's a lot of like what I've noticed a lot about him lately, it's a lot of like black people shaming. Like he's shaming black people for not getting their bread up and like doing what they can to educate themselves and this, that, and the third. And like, I understand that you understand that getting out of the gutter is hard, but I feel like you forget how hard it was. (laughs) Like not all of us have the talents of a rapper. Not all of us have the mental stability or the, the, the ability to cope with our trauma in order to gain an education. You know what I mean? Because gaining an education is a job in itself. It is. Not all of us got to meet Jay-Z <laughs> and fight P. Diddy. I, no, 100%. And obviously I'm not as big of a J. Cole fan. I am a fan of two of his albums being Born Sinner and... um the forest hills drive record and i like those albums even though there are some things on both of those albums i'm just like cole why the fuck would you say that but um, you know what i think he does acknowledge that in one of the songs where he's like people are so tight about the things that i used to say back in the day and like how you how quickly you get canceled for like one lyric and it's like bro you're a grown-ass man and i understand that like (laughs) older men like older people don't tend con understand the concept of like being politically correct or whatever and i understand that sometimes there's no reason to be politically correct Mm -hmm. but to just be like yeah i said it and what like come on now yeah you could at least apologize for it you know what i mean um but you use the f word not once but twice in a song right and with this record and what what really turned me off about J Cole is that whole situation with No Name, of course, and yes, of course, and this and what really is like kind of steering me away from this record was that that interaction he had with No Name. It is knowing that first off, this nigga don't read, and then secondly, the fact that on one college his, educated, but this nigga don't read. Right. <laughs> And there's a there's a lyric on on the song applying pressure that really stood out and that was up for a discourse this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says, if you broke and clowning a millionaire, the joke is on you. So what really blows me about this? It feels like he he like he shifted from being like money doesn't mean everything to yep. being like, I'm rich now. And it's like, OK. I I don't understand. <laughs> this this is not the J Cole that we like. I feel like he shared too much of Forest Hill Drive 
and it fucked up his image and now he's trying to reverse and be like wait no i'm still i'm still rich and shit but now but like i don't know like his actions don't speak the way his lyrics do you know what i mean it's it's weird it's really weird because this man he does a lot for communities but then he also talks a lot of shit like when it, it it's like if you would just not open your mouth then just do the things that you do like he just minds his business and he does stuff for the black community right he does stuff for children he raises awareness to the to the to the more gruesome parts of the 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 ghetto that we romanticize you know what i mean mm-hmm. to the hood life the thug life that plenty of these rappers romanticize and he's trying to take that away in which i understand but you don't have to tear down other people in the same process like we get it you're good at rapping you're 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 the goat a lot of people look up to you whatever but it's like knocking people down when like more when they're already down 100 so i think that's what really turned me off from the record it was just like you i, I just feel like you're so disconnected and i honestly feel like a lot of us have grown have grown um grown from listening to j cole or relating to him yeah. right like we're just all like right. yeah you Wait. it was fun when you were talking all that shit when we were like 12 13 14 now that we're 22 we got bills we're paying taxes like we yeah. don't really you're not really relating to us and i think we just outgrown j cole and i think he's not aging with his fan base either but then also he's just simply but so- how you go how can he not do that and then in his last album say exactly that right but then also it's just like it's gotten to the point where you are so rich you have this has been such a lucrative thing for you and then also you have been taking the sides and defending the fuck out of capitalists hoarders of wealth you're just not relatable anymore if this what else do you have to talk about because you can't talk about living in the hood and your upbringing we already heard that shit extensively on like three four five fucking records so what else are you going to talk about i feel like (laughs) as somebody who's listened to a lot of his music and has you know vocalized about defending him and being a really good big j cole fan like i i that's another thing is like is it's one thing to be a fan but it's one thing to just blindly follow somebody right like I can be like, yeah, I fuck with his music, but at the end of the day, he was wrong. Right. He was wrong. And, but this is different than you know Chris Brown. <laughs> he's he's still disrespecting women. Still yeah. disrespecting women. However, comma he's not uh, as far as we know. But you know the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree, so I would hope not. You know, as much as he raps about it, it just feels like so much of what he does and says is hypocritical. Like, how do you say one thing in one album and then totally backtrack it to the next album and then totally backtrack and then go back to your roots in one album? But like, come on now. Like, and then it happens in one album and then it's just you, you sound confused. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just, I think it's just honestly uh, a reflection of where he's at in his life now. This nigga's confused. Like, he's just so confused. He doesn't he know what they rich, but he also want to be black. Like he want exactly. He wants, he wants to stay rich. He still wants to be a hoarder of wealth, but That's also he wants side. to appeal to black people. But it's That's just like white side battling with him. I'm telling and you. And I forgot that nigga was biracial. 
<laughs> I'll be forgetting I'm biracial sometimes. <laughs> he probably forgot too. <laughs> he probably did forget. No, he wouldn't forget because that's all the fuck he talk about. Okay. We I don't know why we haven't given J. Cole the logic treatment yet. <laughs> because he actually looks black. Um, or like you know, the black standard. Yeah, his music is pretty decent, isn't it? Anyways. Hey, I liked old, old Logic, but when old when when we knew that Logic was like, when we thought Logic was a white man rapping, you know what I mean? Before he was like, hey guys, I'm also black. I can say nigga too. And he decided <laughs> and to tell like, us on every album that he is biracial. He, sa- he said, he, I don't know, I'm surprised he didn't name his album <laughs> biracial. I'm surprised that's not was an album title. I'm surprised he didn't have a part in Nixtish. Right. Somebody said <laughs> you know some of his songs were on that shit. Girl. Well, but um, you know, speaking of being biracial and whatnot, let's talk about interracial things. Oh and this my. new couple that you God. have on the uh, all so right. So let me just the proud family is having a reboot, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, let me just break it down, right? <laughs> so the Proud Family is coming back as a reboot, and I think it's going to be the I think it's going to be a new family. I don't think it's necessarily going to be like Penny Proud and and her parents or whatever. This is supposed to be called the Proud Family Louder and Prouder, and I'm assuming this is going to be Penny's Penny's uncle. The black guy is supposed to be Penny's uncle. Yeah, like, where is he coming from? <laughs> right, exactly. Who is and, this man? And the Where's uncle that? is supposed to be this this gay black man who is in a relationship slash married to this white Michael man. Michael Rappaport. <laughs> he looks Michael, like Michael Rappaport. And I think he's supposed to be played by Zachary Quinto. Um, And I think Billy Porter is supposed to be playing the uncle. Yeah. Of course, and, of course. Of in art imitating life because there are no other black gay men in the industry let me okay let me just get this out because you 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 keep jogging my brain and it's yes nothing but facts this is the thing that is really that really gets to me when it comes to this and uh, and when i tweeted this there was people who really thought that i was like against interracial relationships and that's not the case I don't, and when I put, I put it on my Instagram, okay. as the product of an interracial relationship, I am it's <laughs> nothing but pain and explaining that you're not exotic. You're just part of America. <laughs> and there's, there's, to me, there's nothing wrong with, you know, obviously two people genuine, genuinely being in love, regardless of race. Do you hear that outside? Me. But yeah, I have no issue when it comes to interracial relationships. It's just that with this, particular show what we want is black queer love being represented which is barely represented especially on a mainstream platform it's like whenever there's a black queer person they're dating somebody white and we're just like what the hell and as of recently there's just been this boom of like uh black men and white women together in like movies and television shows since the beginning of time and i'm tired of it black people with only white people but also like in the in the opportunity that animation presents right you could have easily just kept it to black people 
two black men. They added a white person to it so they could get bring in a white audience. They try to include white people in everything. And the issue is we really wanted black queer representation. I don't see the issue with it, especially we when it comes to just, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if he's the new Zoe. You remember the white girl? Yeah. Oh, she she was like, girl, you like she was the white girl. So he's gonna be the white guy. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm, I don't want to hear, I don't want to go to the Proud family and listen to this conversation of like, well, you're white and I'm black. Uh, uh, why can't we just hear two black people being in love and hear discussions about that and the issues that they face? I'm tired of hearing about black and white couples and their problems. I'm tired of hearing it. All right. I've had enough. You guys try to include white people in every single thing. Just allow it to be a black situation. First off, the Proud Family is a black ass show. It had a big old black ass audience. Why not let the uncle be with a black person? You know, black oh, people date each other, right? Up. Black people love each other. <laughs> right, black people we would be dating black people. I, I, I feel like I see that more in real life. Yeah, in real life than I do. Like celebrities are not real life to me. Mm -mm. <laughs> I feel like everything is strategically planned. Everything is like, if I'm dating this person, what can they do for me rather than I love this person? A lot of the time it's like, it falls because these person are not upholding standards of, you know, whatever it may be. But also I just can't stop thinking about that Black Mirror episode where it was two black gay guys and it was, it was like the but first of all the plot line was fucked but it didn't rub me any wrong that's ways. not the episode we watched at your house was it the one the mortal Kombat one when they were fucking through the video game yeah that's what you're talking about yeah girl that was a hot ass mess but continue but like the whole time we were like i want to see them finally just be together like yeah it was yeah weird. it was weird and like uh some it felt something phobic like it felt homophobic in a sense phobic, like, something about it because like i don't know like i felt i felt like it, it, in an essence it's like transphobia but also like just homophobia in general like that <laughs> episode fucked me up but the whole time i just wanted them to be together like why can't we see that why can't black queer people just have love why not and then then the representations do. we do have <laughs> because we're all levels of oppressed <laughs> yes and then the representation we do have let's say with pose which is obviously ran by a white man being ryan murphy the black relationship that we got particularly on the last season was mm -hmm. like so traumatic and toxic and i'm just like what the hell like we can't just have a regular ass love story where they just face regular ass uh, problems always well, I mean that's posed baby. <laughs> there's nothing regular about living the ballroom life in the 80s but <laughs> <laughs> but there has well, to be some, there has I, to be haven't, some I haven't normality. Seasons, but I recently got to season two where Billy Porter and the younger guy don't even talk about it it made me so fucking mad I'm and I just that. I couldn't like the whole time like they were justifying it when they had that scene spoiler alert obviously I mean you yeah, haven't seen right. Pose by now you weren't gonna watch it anyway it <laughs> yep. but um <laughs> like there was this the scene where they were sitting there and they were just talking about 
like him just justifying sleeping with this young man and these everybody's like mm, they there are people that sleep with younger men blah 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 and you're like yeah of course it's the 80s but but this is come on billy now porter's, television billy porter's character i said billy billy porter's character was supposed to be like the mother figure or like the father figure right? you know what i mean yeah and like also this man looks up to you like a like a parent like you you were you are basically raising him and the rest of the kids and mind you this boy is what 19 right on he's young he's very young and then did you see do you remember how they try to like make that sex scene be like oh like two dark-skinned black men making love on television i said this is toxic this is not something we should be praising and going up going up about it was terrible like grooming to me like you like like i get it like he initiated it but as the adult you should know better because this like first and foremost like the man had just found out like he had been diagnosed right Mm -hmm. how how do you where do you think like that that sexual attention is coming from it's a coping mechanism and very clearly for this boy right he's known to run around do this and that right (sighs) either way just to conclude this off like I just want to see some proper black queer love representation. This was the opportunity that they just decided to just scrap away with. I just want a real black queer representation. It's something regular. You know what I mean? Like just something like a notebook or like some shit. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Tell you Devin, because we're both single and we have very large preferences that like I feel like I shouldn't have to settle for because a lot of my maintenance preferences are just intelligence and sympathy anyways bad girls club (laughs) switching gears yes so (laughs) because I can't think about it anymore it's just I get upset (laughs) so speaking of things that we don't want or I don't know I don't know what your interest is I'm not necessarily I don't want it but I will be tuning in um we didn't ask for it but we're definitely gonna be watching it yes so the bad girls club is being rebooted on the zeus network and is being called baddies atl is going to be taking place in in atlanta and which is not this they're not the first time of them going to atlanta right there was a season of bad girls club where they went to atlanta uh, uh, I think it's season seven. I we just or watched ten or some shit, right? Something like that. Yeah, we just me and Mariani watched a bunch of the Bad Girls Club seasons last night. Yeah, it was season ten because that's the one with Rocky on it. Yes, and honestly, I want to know your thoughts. Are you excited to watch? I'm it? tired of these women still fighting like they're not forty years old. That's all I have to say about it. Like half of them have families, have children that are going to grow up and watch this stuff. And I, I can say that I'm basically a porn star <laughs> and I still would not fight women on the internet at 40 years old. I fight them off the camera because I got in trouble for fighting a girl on camera. <laughs> oh, don't talk about your your legalities on this podcast, child. I don't need them shut. That, do, that never happened. <laughs> that never, allegedly, right? Allegedly. allegedly, right? But at the end of the day, like this is it's embarrassing at this point. Like let little girls fight. Like when we're watching Bad Girls Club, you guys are 21, 23 just discovering like alcohol legally you know what i mean like you can drink whatever you want not just grandpa's like nasty ass fucking 
scotch, right? Right. <laughs> not just Jim Bean and Everclear. Your grandma's you crown royal. Most, and now you're getting paid to do the most. These girls, but also like the hands that producers had in the, the original Bad Girls Club. These girls are just going in there with the intent of drama. That's corny. Right. Yes. It's corny. And that's that, that was my point. Like a lot of these girls obviously it's been a while. The fights since, are not original. You guys are Twitter thugs. It's been a while since the last season of Bad Girls Club has aired. So meaning that the farther you go back, the older that these girls are, some a lot of them are Natalie, in their 30s. Natalie and Sarah are damn near 40. 40 but, years old, and they're acting like okay. fools. But Judy looked good though. <laughs> Yeah, but still, it's kind of like the well, Judy's like her early thirties or so, right? She was like twenty one when she yeah. came on the show. Well, also like Judy, I feel like Judy going into this to show off how much better she's become, kind of is going to end up ruining her and traumatizing her all over again. And I feel so bad about that. Joe, let me tell you, <laughs> so Judy many has not improved. The whole I don't know if you've been hearing like the behind the scenes things that's been going on. Because occasionally Where Tanisha up. be fighting and shit. Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you too much of because obviously it popped up on my timeline occasionally. I'm just like, okay, girl, and I just keep scrolling past it. <laughs> but Judy is apparently on some transphobic shit because you know Sydney stars on the show. Yeah, they were fighting in some of the clips. I remember that. Yes. And apparently Judy's on some transphobic shit, and I'm just like, Well, girl, this ain't gonna end well for you, sis. Yikes. That how you gonna do that when half of your community is the gays? The gays love bad girls club. But the gays are also transphobic too. They probably don't give a fuck. The girls and the gays, bro. <laughs> yeah. I I I'm annoyed with um just this whole, yeah, like you said, like the intention of just going into drama. Like you guys aren't trying to show yourselves. Like they could have easily done like a real housewife situation right? for them. It's it's just who who is the baddest bitch? The baddest bitch was to me the one that left and never looked back. <laughs> they were like, I'm better for this because I can move forward and not continue to use this as my my identity, right? Right. Like, like what, not, what are you really fighting for? What is your point? What are y'all knocking each other's head in for? It, it makes me feel so weird because like Seven is in that that season and she don't even know none of these girls. Like you, you, was, you are a baby. You don't have the, the so decades far of after all of these girls that are on this seat that's on this show. That's what like, I'm saying. Like you don't have the decades of like conversation tweets experience that these girls have with this type of stuff like and on top of that you wasn't even that spicy on your own fucking season so what are you doing <laughs> let's make that very clear like yeah because we're talking about tanisha season two natalie season four like christina Ooh. nine <laughs> sarah was 11 like Oh, seven is so far down in the history. Literally, the and last season like, that we just so don't weird. Care. It's also very weird to me that Tanisha agreed because in the beginning, when she was arguing about that whole OnlyFans issue, before they ended up signing with Zeus, which is why she probably agreed to do it. Yeah. Um, because it ensured that she'd get paid by the paper. 
um, she was like, I didn't want it to just be a bunch of us just sitting down and like arguing with each other and not talking about how we've grown and this, this, and that when in reality. And like, I agree with her because she's been the host of so many of these seasons. Like when in reality, it could really be more than that. It could be taking in other girls and helping them grow and showing them the ways that we did things and why we fucked up. And that's what she wanted it to be. And instead it's them arguing all over again. Yeah. Who knows? Probably season two might be different if they do a season two. Assuming if they even get enough views. I'm surprised that Zeus is thriving, period. Well, speaking of thriving, right? Like obviously these girls need need some coins. This is why (laughs) they're doing it, right? They're doing this because they need some coins. Because if you look at the previews, it's not like they're going out. It's not like they're in the clubs. Because obviously you can't. They're in a house just arguing with each other. Just arguing over what? You can't do shit, especially... I mean, Atlanta's open, but I don't think that they're allowing, like, camera crews and shit in a damn club. Yeah, it's a whole fucking pandemic, bro. So it's just like, what's the point? If anything, if I was them, I would have probably filmed in New Orleans. Because at least you could be outside. I would have filmed out of the country. Go out of the country into somewhere where they have less, one less cases, but probably stricter, you know, thingies. But I feel like with stricter policies, you allow for more leeway because people are like, all right, you can't do this, this, and this, which means I'm trusting you. They could have did like a little Mexican resort or some shit. I don't know. And bring one camera. (laughs) Something. Right. It, it's but just, also respectfully stay out of those countries because these people are also dealing with a pandemic and, you know. Or how about this? Just don't film the shit. How about that? Like, yeah, just don't. Just don't do it. <laughs> honestly, just don't because we didn't ask for it. I we mean, didn't. You know, honestly, the fans have been asking for a lot of stuff, but I feel like the way that they went about it was not what we asked. No. We wanted more seasons of the Bad Girls Club but done properly, like how it used to be done. But at the end of the day, like, I feel like I'm just tired of watching. Like, I'm not tired of watching women fight because I love that shit, but I'm tired of watching (laughs) the same old narrative. It's always these girls are like, I've noticed in every season, it's just a group of girls bully another group of girls. And these group of girls are suddenly fighting back and it becomes a big deal because they fight back. Right. Right. It is. It is a tiring thing. Like who's the bad. It's who's the bad. We don't care. Like, I think the earlier seasons, seasons one, we and seasons see two, apologize. Seasons one and seasons two, like these were girls who had like legit records, girls who had real like badass attitudes, and these weren't they weren't fighting as constantly, right? They will argue back and forth, obviously, but it was a real reality show, and also it was pretty funny. Like the earlier seasons were hilarious to watch. So oh, yeah. th- my thing is, if they could implement some form of like if they could make it funny like if they could just do so i don't want to watch y'all fight all the damn time like where's the real personalities right like like, another thing is that like y'all are arguing about minuscule shit like when tanisha was fighting back in her day it was because somebody fucking tried to kill her with hot sauce you know hot sauce my juice that's the reason that you put hands on somebody because somebody tried to make you blind like stassi because somebody was talking hella shit about you because somebody bit you you know what i mean not because not because somebody tweeted at you and said something oh god forbid somebody says something about my kid which i should be paying more attention to than these hoes on twitter right yeah so (laughs) if any anything bad girls club you didn't need to reboot 
But like I said, I will be tuning in. I will be using somebody else's Zeus account because I'm not paying spending money on. Let it. me know when you find somebody else's Zeus account, and we can have a watch party and we can record it and then we can talk about it. And there you go. Look out for that content coming very soon. Okay. <laughs> if y'all want to see that, y'all better let us know. And if y'all got a Zeus account, slide that our way. Shit. <laughs> So now we are going to talk about what is on our timelines. These are just some things that we have saw that we just want to discuss very, very briefly um, and just want to share with the world. First, um, it's not on here, but I just want to acknowledge all the graduates of 2021. Congrats to everyone who have decided to go to school and get their degrees. And now your price done went up. Um, hopefully your price matches. Hallelujah. Um, also shout out to those who got their graduate degrees because couldn't it be me? I as after I was done with this bachelor's, I said, Masters, I won't be seeing you. So to those who stuck it out another year or two to get their master's degree, I'm so proud of you. Congrats. And I hope you rack up that coin. Hope you have hope that piece of paper is worth it. Heike. What the graduate degree? Any degree. I hope that student debt with with what's worth it. <laughs> I, I hope a lot of people are getting their masters and things that really need a master's. Like if you're like me and yeah. you got your media degree and you got a media master's, the only thing you're really going to do different is just now that you're able to teach. But I mean, you don't really need it for my degree. But if you're doing like sciences, business, congrats. I would assume, I would hope that like my scientist has a master's degree or a PhD. Something. <laughs> Cause you ain't coming up in my in my space with just a bachelor's. You're supposed to be a scientist. Are you kidding me? Not right. <laughs> um. So yeah. Shout out to all those all the graduates for 2021, and I I'm very happy that a lot of people got the opportunity to walk on stage. Um. Graduates of 2020 didn't get to do that, so I'm happy that a lot of people in 2021 had the opportunity. Y'all couldn't go to classes this year, but at least you get to walk on stage, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Now, You're jealous? <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's bittersweet. Like it's like you didn't get to go to class, but you get to walk on stage. It's kind of like, eh. but I get. I'm, I'm just happy for everyone. That's it. Nah, I mean, to, to have listen. stuck it out through a year and a half of of a you know of a pandemic and constantly be going to school from home. Like I couldn't. I would not be able to do that. I I don't know it's just the the, the stress super <laughs> like yeah. when i'm at home i'm not stressing but now you gotta stress at home if you want to get that piece of paper right and you gotta deal with your mama and they probably got little ass kids in the house dogs birds chirping on the outside it's terrible How bad do you want it <laughs> well go ahead naya go into what was on your timeline um, so I've had quite a couple of things on my timeline, but one of the first ones that I really noticed was the resurgence in the 70s fashion and the whole like mullet time and shit like yes, that. Yes, I've been seeing that. Like and like the 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 throwbacks and a lot of the hairstyles that people are doing, like the Farrah Fawcett hairstyle, the Princess yep. Diana hairstyles that girls are doing um guys are doing like you know the 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 greaser the the, the johnny depp crybaby and the you know like it, our fashion is really regressing and like pop punk is becoming really big um 
it, like the whole Avril Lavigne aesthetic is becoming really big in like these younger fashion generations because of things like TikTok. And I think it's so cute because like we never really got that because we got clowned for wearing shit that was old. You know what I mean? But now kids are so comfortable in their skin, which is another, which always brings me back to like, I hope that when we're retiring or when we're old, we live long enough to see kids like gain freedom for themselves. You know what I mean? Like the kids that we're we're seeing as children, like I want to see them grow up and not fear coming out or not fear liking a certain thing or not fear being different like we're sort of like in this little niche of embracing being different yeah and i think it's really sick <laughs> so that like mullets mullets are very different <laughs> mullet is like the epitome of different it's so, great to see it's so great to see that the style is being is coming back right that's that, that's how you know um, fashion is just like history like it repeats itself I really hope that what doesn't come back is when we get older is kids discovering 2008 to 2014 style keep that shit I don't want to see no galaxy tights I don't want to see no upside down crosses I don't want to see these cats with the with the chains on it I don't want to see none of that <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel personally attacked, bro. But enjoy enjoy the the seventies and eighties and nineties. Um. All right. So, well, the second thing that was on my timeline was um basically like so we all know that like YouTube is just a fucking shitstorm at this point on the white creator content creator end of things, right? Yep. Everybody is kind of more like on the influencer side of things. The, the YouTube that's on the trending page, the people that 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 be on the trending page, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> those YouTubers, those lifestyle YouTubers, a lot of them have been under fire for doing terrible things. So um, I just wanted to highlight a couple of those (laughs) because, because I don't, I don't watch their videos because I don't want to give them views, but I like to see the shit storms that they're going through because at the end of the day, you, you base your career off of making videos. You have probably one of the best and hardest jobs out there. Mm-hmm. because at the end of the day you're just a like you are your product you are your advertisement as an influencer and y'all could not be fucking up more <laughs> so like how are, how are you already at peak like richness and y'all are just like all right let me just become a predator james charles jeffree star <laughs> shane dawson oh <laughs> um like david dobrik being like a literal fucking like master manipulator and his 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 friend's face is all fu- like i feel like people don't talk about that enough like yes david david dobrik like initiated an instance in which a young girl was basically assaulted right and that's terrible in and of itself and the hand that he had to play in that was ridiculous but have y'all seen like i've never seen a single david dobrik video because that man always gave me sketch vibes <laughs> i don't even know what the basis of his content is he does vlogs that's all I know but from what I've seen one of his friends that happened to be there during the 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 assault he's missing an eyeball (laughs) he doesn't have an eyeball anymore because of the dumb shit that this man 
has convinced him to do. And you can't tell me that there's nothing going on in there, right? What in the white <laughs> people hell is going on on that section of YouTube? I love but- telling you the, 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 the tomfoolery that white people be getting into. I'm telling you, it's so much more fun than the shit that black people getting into. But what their is drama is like actual television because but they what is the thing with James Charles getting sued for firing ableist firing? What is that? I was getting there. Oh, okay, <laughs> they got you. So, yes, so David Dobrik is another one, and James Charles is another one because there was this girl who she believes like she I think she was like her assistant his assistant or something like that and she was just like wrongfully fired and she was like I definitely know it was because I asked for time off for something to do with like surgery or something like that or like something you know something definitely and like they just terminated her and he was like I'm dealing with all these false allegations amidst this, that, and the third. So she's she's suing him because why not? Like you fired me and I feel like I could win. So imagine that on top of like imagine that on top of these sexual allegations. These sexual assault allegations. Like this man is just taking heat after heat after heat another one like there's all of them all of them are always doing something fucking dumb i watched the clip like i watched these like um recaps of like the drama that these girls these girls be going through during the week i'm cracking up this one guy that i particularly like to watch because he does like reviews of tv shows like old um old reality shows like year next and stuff like that and like parental control um he did a review of Mickey the Dragon's new one. <laughs> like she has a like Snapchat show. Who the fuck gave and, her a Snapchat show? Okay. And the whole time she is harassing this boy. Like I, I, he obviously couldn't show clips, so I had to go and watch it myself. Like the particular episode that he talks about. And the whole time, this poor girl is chasing after this man that is very clearly not interested in her. And she has a man that's interested in her. And, like, you know how hard it is to find somebody that's wholeheartedly interested in you, not just because you have money but because and because, you know, you're a beautiful woman, but, you know, it's deeper than that for people Mm -hmm. like her, you know what I mean? And (laughs) she totally blows him off, sends him home to chase after this guy, come to find out he didn't even know that he was supposed to be the love interest in her show. And she full-blown, like, fucking flips the table, throws food at him like it's fucking loving hip-hop or some shit. And he's like, she calls him, like, a clout chaser. And he was like, I didn't even know that she liked me like that. And it's just another instance of these influencers using their influence to be predators. Like, how do you tell a man? How do you not tell a man that you're going to pretend to be, like, in love with him? And she always, she's always had a history track of it, but come on now. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm happy I'm not on that side of YouTube. My YouTube channel is very, my YouTube timeline is very much Pokemon, Little Mix, and other girl groups and uh black content creators that's literally my timeline my my content creators are mostly gamers so when i want to know what's going on with the rest of the world because you know gamers they never really do shit except 
harass people and when they harass people they get immediately shunned from the community because fucking gamers don't play that shit they're toxic gamers yes but like the community as a whole mods are so so on top of that stuff so when i want it when i need a little bit of a drama feel, because i'm sick of like celebrities like celebrities do the same shit every time it's always something racist always something transphobic or homophobic or it's always something like you you just could have not said it right <laughs> but these influencers bro it's like a downward spiral of like like dumb decisions like <laughs> like just straight like you have to like you know you have to re-watch these videos before you post them, but you still choose to post them. You have to edit these videos. You sit there and like you let people dissect these and then all of a sudden we're the bullies and I love it. So for me, what I saw in my timeline, first I want to talk about this YT, YTK versus Mariah Carey situation, which I, um, I, I thought was so funny. So YTK- is- talk to my lawyers. <laughs> Right. So YTK is this local rapper. Um, I said local as if he's like New York. I don't know where he's from, but he's he's an up and coming rapper. rapper. How about that? A rapper of sorts. And he released a song called Let It Off, which is which samples Mariah Carey's Shake It Off. And it's a bop and I love it. And recently somebody retweeted the song. It was like, oh, Mariah has 24 hours to respond. Mariah caught wind of it and retweeted and said, um my lawyers have 24 well you can answer my lawyers in 24 hours or some shit like that right a clap back mm-hmm. and uh, it was funny and I initially when I read it I was like because you you can't really determine if Mariah is being serious or if she's being funny on the timeline half of the time she'd be trolling <laughs> right a lot well let me tell you something like obviously a lot of people be like now Mariah just be joking but no there's moments where she's dead ass like no my lawyers is coming no 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 i'm really gonna remove your song no she'd be dead ass sometimes so you really can't determine through a tweet what she means but um obviously she probably was trolling because the song is still up on spotify um and apparently mariah Carey don't play that shit she probably liked it too well mariah like ghetto shit she loved nigga shit so ain't she white mariah's half black her daddy black black as hell like that. i felt like i knew that she was black but for some reason it didn't register in my brain but she's a pop star so it makes sense we need more black pop stars so many more black pop stars I... shout out to willow for for opening up the channel because but i i want i want more black alternative girls like we have so many and i i need them i need willow to use this moment to collab with all of them. <laughs> I 100%. Shine light on the rest of them. Like, do do what you gotta do, Miss Not Born, Miss Born into Privilege. Use that privilege for, for the greater good. I agree. Because um, that's basically what Mariah Carey is doing by allowing this person to use her sample, right? Because this, this yep. quote receipt is basically giving her fans the go to be like, okay, go listen to it. You know what I mean? Don't yeah. shit on it, but go listen to it. Well, well yeah, the, the, my thing was initially was like, Mariah, please don't remove this boy's song. Like, it's a bop. And, you know, obviously you love hip hop, you know, mm-hmm. just allow him to exist. Clear the sample, girl. I know you own your music. Come on hey, now. Like, don't. Yeah, he's just paying homage. He's, it's just it's a ghetto ass song, girl. I know you like it. So she didn't. The song <laughs> is still on Spotify. So thank goodness for that. But um, there was a lot of discourse of like, 
I don't know if Mariah is being serious or not, or like um, he's upcoming rapper. He was ripping her off and it was her song. Uh, uh, good fucking buy. Mariah, first off, is a hoarder of wealth. She's rich as hell. Um, ain't nobody ripping her off. She's been working since she was our age, bro. That and, girl got money. And also, it's hip hop, right? The whole foundation of hip hop is sampling people's music. It's, you know, taking on this artist's beat and then adding your own flavor and flair to it. That's what hip hop is. That's the foundation of it. And I just felt like Mariah's white fans should have just stayed out the conversation because a lot of you don't really know the foundation of hip hop and for y'all to be like, well, he's ripping her off. No, he is doing what hip hop artists do. They sample music. So shut up. You're going to hate me for this, but um, you know how, how Nicki Minaj she, we're she, not talking she. about her we're not talking about her please just no. one it was on my timeline it was all over my timeline <laughs> i was mm-mm. no <laughs> we had banished shed miss barbie girl on this podcast and she shall not be spoken of it just sucks because that was such a good album bro i will it say sucks, right this one was one quick thing i will say it was a smart tactic for her to play on people's nostalgia and to completely for make people forget about the fuck shit that she has she's been, been projecting doing, right? for years. So what she's going to do, she's not going to come out with a new single for people to trash it. What she's going to do is play with people's nostalgia and be like, you remember this fire thing that I did years ago that everybody loved? Yeah. Remember why you like me. That's basically what I wanted to say was that like, it's crazy how fast everybody just was just like, all right. Like, I mean, obviously it's a really good album. Like that's what really got us into it. Like as children, we were screaming those lyrics, knowing nothing, nothing about what they actually meant. Right. But I feel like people are just, they're just like so stuck in this nostalgia that they forget that these people grow have grown into terrible people like drake is not that good nope he'd be he'd be damning children (laughs) to be friends with them lil wayne don't believe in racism (laughs) i don't want to talk about him and that's what i'm saying like it's just she's playing with people's nostalgia and it's manipulative so if you are associated with these people and they're your big three right and Tyga, remember Tyga? Messing around with little ass girls. Exactly. So, yeah, that's why I can't get on board. You know, we obviously used to be, like, really big fans. And now I'm just kind of looking at her like, ugh. Like, don't get me wrong, beat me up. Scotty was really one of my favorite records coming up. But now that I'm older and I realize the type of person and actions that she is doesn't align with my thought process. I'm not going to just be like, Oh, fuck it. I'm going to go stream beat me up Scotty now because of my nostalgia. Ha ha. Every time I listen to any of the records, you can every- come at me all you want. I, I streamed it for the one time. <laughs> every single time I hear one of her records, I think about the, the victim that is currently being silenced right now. So yeah that's my thoughts on that we're just gonna leave it right there finally for what was on my timeline uh i want to just take a a second to acknowledge this gas shortage and how hilarious people are but also how stupid people are so people's initial reactions to a gas shortage was let me go fill up my tank How selfish. You remember how in the beginning of the pandemic... I mean, we don't have that problem, so... We don't, we don't drive. 
No, but I mean, we don't we have won. that problem in New Jersey because people pump their gas for them. So there's no opportunity for people to steal gas. So we basically oh, don't have yeah. a gas. Shortage. You're right. Yeah, we should be fine for another maybe week or so. That is true. We don't pump our own gas. So obviously they're going to be limiting like, okay, just how much gas you're going to get. That's, that's a super, yeah, I didn't think about that. From like other other states don't come to Jersey to steal our gas, you know what I mean? Which is why I say I give it a week. Right. Well, that's true. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, other But also, why do we have a gas shortage? I have no clue. I don't know what the root of it is, but I just find it funny that people were just like, okay, there's a gas shortage, so I'm going to go fill up my tank. Huh? I feel like at this point all cars should be electrical at this point. The laughing like no laughing Tesla. Gas is basically 90% of what is killing the ozone layer, right? Pollution from emission. Fracking. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, no, you're you're 100% right. But it reminds me of like how in the beginning of the pandemic when like there was people hoarding toilet paper and toothbrushes and bread and <laughs> and I'm like, just like stocking up and stealing to just not need it afterwards because that lasted maybe three days <laughs> so now you got all this toilet paper all this Lysol that you were planning on reselling to people that you can't you don't need right and that's what I'm saying like I think it just speaks on the volumes of how selfish Americans are when we are Everything in the pandemic about having to steal from other people so that they can market it at a higher price and you know rip people off it's always about ripping other people off literally and also hoarding like we're going to hoard all of this so you can't have it but you just excessively got all this gas when you could have spared it across and that's why i buy from vendors <laughs> it's yeah it's, it was really wild but like you said we laugh in new jersey because we don't pump our own gas we have gas people which I, I think that should be i think that should be implemented right that's helping the economy that's more jobs <laughs> that's available i don't know what other states do i think new jersey is really one of the few states that mm -hmm. people pump our gas right so we're like one of the only ones yeah it's cute though because it makes for very nice advertisements because i know that there's this place that's like a drive-through gas station that has like robots in it <laughs> and it's a it's a drive-through that's exclusively in jersey because at the end of the day the only place that you can experience something like that is a place where you don't pump your own gas you remember the day we were coming from columbia and javi pulled to the gas station he had to pump his own gas right boy you think i remember i got worms for brains i barely remember what i had for breakfast <laughs> Sir, Columbia visit. <laughs> mentally ill <laughs> Especially a Columbia visit. Okay, I should I asked the wrong question. <laughs> he said, but um, no, yeah, you do have to pump your own gas in New York. That's crazy. A fat ass city like that. Well, I know the whole state in itself is like vast, yeah. but the city. The I city feel like New York City should have places where they they don't they pump. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, they pump your gas. That could definitely help out with the economy over there. Lord knows they fucking need it. <laughs> at, this point, at this point, I'm wholeheartedly eat the rich. Oh, I've been at that point. I'm ready. I just want to know 
what torso tastes like. What fries best? You think a rich person's hand or or or, or like the, the chest area? All I know is I'm taking <laughs> a chunk out of Chris Hemsworth. Hallelujah. I know what chunk too. Okay. <laughs> and I'm taking a chunk out of Beyonce. I just want to look at we that. We don't have to fight for that. <laughs> I might just have to settle for for like Tina <laughs> or Solange. I'm crack it up. All I know is that Mark Zuckerberg is going into that pot first. I mean, a little <laughs> fried. Eat the rich. That you saying you're going to stew Mark Zuckerberg? I'm gonna put him in a stew. I'm going to put them in the stew. Exactly <laughs> how the Hawaiians would do. There stop. You <laughs> and that was, that's what was on my timeline. <laughs> Last in New Jersey, bro. Yes. So is there anything you want to say before we end off this episode, darling? Be nice to yourselves. <laughs> oh, cute. Be nice to yourselves and also like Take some time to go outside. Please, somebody, like, can y'all read some books? Like, stay off the internet for more than, like, an hour. Go read a book. Go walk outside. Like, take in some sun. Get some vitamin D. Talk to your friends. Like, I know sometimes it can be a little hard. But please, some of y'all need to stay off your phones. I keep seeing y'all just on your phones all day. Like, nobody else exists in front of you. Go outside. (laughs) Go, Go smell some grass. Drink some water. Oh, drink some water. Go wash your asses. <laughs> Look at your eyebrows done. I don't know. Let somebody dig up in those funky ass toes. Because I know yeah, these people are getting their toes your, done. You don't even have to go fucking go, go breathe in some outside air. <laughs> wash behind your ears. But not rot dog. Wear a mask when you go do that. <laughs> I wash your fucking legs, bro. <laughs> that's 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 all I gotta say. Wash your legs. That's it. I'm just, I'm just there, there you go. What I want to leave you guys off with is honestly, like I just want to reiterate what you said. Take some time out for yourself. Really go outside. I have been really so used to being inside because that's what we've been doing for like the past year. And whenever I go outside. It, although I'm a little bit triggered due to like the gentrification that's going on, that's a whole nother episode in itself. Um, we, got, we got new floor on Central. We have new sidewalks. That's a whole episode within itself. <laughs> but it does crazy? feel good to like go outside and like breathe fresh air and have the sun hit you and just walk around, um, regardless if the area is unfamiliar or not. Like it's just great to have uh, just some air in there so and also definitely if you have opportunities to hang out with your friends safely do so um that's the whole point we're we are trying to get to a point of normality so if you are safely and if you ain't got no friends i'll be your friend (laughs) period if you are safely getting around your friends you know people are still still go get tested you know still um get go get your vaccines do it okay so that's what I'm going to say so to be y'all. Be happy, healthy, y'all. and reconnect with yourself. Yes. So I want everybody to, well, let me just say this. 
Thank you to everyone for tuning in to this week's episode, the first official episode of this Monday segment. We're going to find a name for it eventually. Um, Hopefully. It's just me and you. Yes. (laughs) And yeah, tune in on Friday for some upcoming uh, interviews that will be coming up soon. Also, I have some archived episodes I never uploaded, so maybe that'll get uploaded for, like, these Friday mm-hmm. interview things in places where I don't really know what to do with the content. Footage. You should do, like, a compilation. Probably, right? Yeah, that's a whole lot of work, though. But probably. probably. <laughs> I'm so, yeah. excited to do the rest of this, you know, season with you. This season might just end up being ongoing, to be honest. Yo, we'd be having so much fun on these. And apparently, y'all like me. Uh, for I don't know why, but uh, y'all fuck with me, so shit. Yeah, the two <laughs> highlights of guests has been, like, you and or co-hosts has been you and uh, uh, Naya, so. Gang. Gang. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's that? There you go. Thank oh. you so much for tuning in this week. And catch us next week with more of the of the tea. <laughs> well, clean. The tea and the hot topics and goss and all that good stuff. Bye now. You guys should you guys should you know share some things that we can talk about. Yes, know? if there's some things that you are that you think that we should talk about, let us know. And also like, share your thoughts. It. Let us know what you want to hear. Are. What we have to say about the things that are on your timeline. Yes. <laughs> yes. There you go. That's good. That's okay. Okay, you might get in. You might need to get cut a check for that one. Alrighty. <laughs> Bye now. My cash app is in the the the, the description. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. See you next week.